This episode contains explicit content and language. Hello, you're listening to the Mastery Diplomat. In times of a global pandemic, you would think the strict rules of social distancing would drive most singles to give up. But love seems to have found a way here in Maastricht. Despite Maastricht's infamous curse on dating, people have managed to find love during the pandemic. Whether that be from raunchy Tinder messages, awkward first Zoom dates, or social distance picnics in the park, COVID-19 has shown us that love isn't dead. The wonders of dating have just changed. After nearly a year of being confined at home, we know you're out there dating. Hopefully safely, and that's okay. We are all human after all. Most of us have a rotten date or two under our belts. Some dates take it from bad to horrific, but what we want to hear is some of the funniest, most embarrassing dating mishaps of the pandemic. In today's very special Valentine's episode, we are going to react to some of your dating horror stories. Whether it be awkward mask sex or going on a date with the pigeon man, we have rounded up the craziest stories sent in by students or found on various sites on the internet that will make you thank your lucky stars that you have been isolated away from the dating scene for the past year. Today, I am joined with Raddy, Stella, Brendan, and Flo. This episode was recorded in compliance with local lockdown measures and therefore was recorded on Zoom. So the, the, the following story was sent in, uh, or found. I met a girl back in May uh, of Tinder. She was terrified of COVID-19, so we both had to wear masks the entire date. At the end of the date, she told me she'd like to invite me to her home, but I couldn't take off my mask. So I went up, we had sex, with our masks on. It was weird. That's it. That's the whole story. Um, I don't think more is needed, to be quite honest. Uh, <laughs> uh, just a little visual guide. I'm, I'm sitting here in front of the screen and everyone is losing their shit um, <laughs> in silence. It's a very weird oh. thing to see, except for Rani. <laughs> She's got it together. Uh, that sounds like a kink. Maybe I've got it. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to ridicule anybody for being cautious around during the time of COVID, but let's be honest, this sounds more like a like a fetish. Yeah. <laughs> That's saying, oh yeah, please keep your mask on. It, it just sounds too weird. And nobody in his right mind would believe that you can't contract COVID when you have sex just because you have a mask on. Exactly. I mean, I think, yeah, it's exactly uh, like a kink, like a different kind of a muzzle that you can put on someone and then you're like, oh, hello. <laughs> I think we should we should just remember that the person also wants to have sex with a mask on in the end. So he didn't say, "Oh no, it's too weird with a mask on." He just got along with it. Oh yeah, they're yeah. both, uh, you know, they're both the same. Like we're not judging the one person. Both of them are weird. Maybe the person just didn't like the face of the other person, but then they're <laughs> nudes, and they're like, "Oh, there's potential." <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> I'm just trying to like understand the logic behind it, which I, I'm 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 having difficulty with. Because if you're gonna like 
the mask isn't going to, oh, it depends how short the sex is, sure. But the mask is probably not going to provide enough, you know, protection for the entire duration, especially if it's all hot and bothered. So there's no point of the mask. It's completely redundant. You're already going to have sex, people. Just take off that mask. You're already, like, exchanging a lot of things that can... Well, actually, actually, probably not, except for maybe some sweat. Yeah, but if it's all safe. I mean, if they, ha- if, they, if they have the same precaution for using condoms as they do for using a mask. I just wonder if they talked again. Yeah. Like, it's just such a story. You... It's such a short, poignant story, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Whether he talked back, I don't know. Being scared of COVID, you know, it's, it's a good, uh, good excuse, I guess. There, there must be kinks of, of of masks now that are that are much much more common because of covid so i guess either either it's due to it or it's you know an excuse that now it's except more acceptable yeah i wonder which one it I think, it was i think it might be also the king of restraint but possibly I, I or anonymity Leila, it seems like you know a lot. Can you share more? No. No comment. But I have to say, when I went to Amsterdam Pride, the show I went to was a king show. Mm-hmm. It was magnificent. I saw things that I never had seen in my entire life and hope to never see. <laughs> um, it was very, it was a very educational experience for me. My story concerns a little bit the dating world in online times. I mean, we all had to endure basically that our presence university courses got shifted to Zoom, but we probably many of us don't really know how it's working with dating. So uh, this anonymous story goes as the follows: Next up was a DJ. The red flag should have been that there w- that he was a DJ. But when he asked to virtual chat with me on Friday night, I thought, why not? Right when he got on the call, he was flustered, as if I surprised him. After about 15 minutes, he finally asked about me. But when I began to speak, he wasn't even paying attention. Just because it's virtual doesn't mean I can't see you. So what is your take? How would you imagine this online dating really go like when you have a date or a first date on on Zoom? What would be important for you? I mean, I mean obviously a- the bookshelf. That's a good start already, definitely. Oh, yeah, you can. Yeah, definitely. Also, if it's clean. Yeah, especially the webcam. Oh yeah. <laughs> But I think we can agree that doing something else for like 15 minutes without paying attention to the other person doesn't really go so well on a first date. I mean, it it can work in a tutorial if it's really boring and you're on your phone, but. Probably for a first date, yeah. not so much. I mean, yeah, it's not like you're you're watching a film or something. It's yeah. just it's just staring at each other's camera or ignoring, like properly ignoring each other. Um, what would you have done? Would you have suggested to watch a movie? I don't know. I would assume she asked questions too, because otherwise, would there just be a dead silence? I don't get it. That's the thing. I don't because she was waiting for him to ask her a question. Did she just not talk, or and he, he didn't answer, or, or, or what was going on? If they both just sat in silence for fifteen minutes, 
I mean, it's kind of on both of you a little bit, I think. Like, you can't just expect someone else to talk. Yeah, I mean, if they're not talking, just go ahead and ask, like, what did you do today? That's, that's a very simple question, but then you'll have spoken and you will have said something. He was probably on drugs, but I don't know if I'm stereotyping DJ players. <laughs> or anybody in the state. Yeah. 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 Probably 30%. Um, yep. I also have a second story here. So lastly, I had an interesting chat with a boy who I went on a date with three years ago. The date was terrible. He has wandering eyes, but he asked me out again, this time post-coronavirus. After a lot of back and forth, I became a bitch and said, what do you have to offer my life? I told him to give me a detailed response. And he said, this is what I have to offer you. And now, which one of you can guess the last sentence? Did he, did he show her his dick? Oh my god, I it, knew it. Of course he sent a dick pic. Ding, oh. ding, 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 ding. Every similar story. And... I mean, you can just like, instead of sending, can just say a, a good time or something, you know, like go around it somehow. Yeah, or, or something charming or sweet in any way and not like the most repulsive thing. Anything thing but this. Yeah. yeah, really. Yeah. Even if you yeah. have a nasty comment, it's basically everything is better than a dick pic. Exactly. Like, even if you want to take it directly to, you know, the gist of the things, you can just say, oh, I'm, I'm here to show you a good time. I'm here to, you know, like, whatever. You Not know, just like straight up a photo of your. Yeah. Was it a photo or was it a, also on a Zoom call? Uh, no, it, it was a dick pic, so a photo. Okay. I had a or house. he has taken the, the the dick pic as the virtual background for Zoom, <laughs> <laughs> which would also be a really nasty take. Okay, I have a I have a story that is kind of away from sex for a moment, at least human sex. Um, uh -huh. Huh? <laughs> so. I met, here it goes, I met the pigeon man on Tinder. I thought he was funny and interesting. He seemed curious about the world, and I like that quality in a partner. Who doesn't? He told me he'd recently returned from a tour overseas, so at minimum, I thought he might have some unique stories to tell. We chatted back and forth, and it was rather amusing. It all started with a photo of pigeons in the park. I asked him if he was the bird man, not my best joke, not really, but <laughs> I did not know what I would be equal. Oh no, I did not know that I would be equally repulsed yet amused by the answers that came next. This quickly evolved into days, <laughs> days of useless pigeon trivia and accompanying photos. I eventually agreed to meet him. The socially distancing uh, meeting lasted about 15 minutes, and I received an education in pigeon mating rituals. I will never be the same. And I have to say that I got this story from Rue uh, by accident, but I have to say that I hate pigeons. I think pigeons are <laughs> the worst ever, are the fucking like this most disgusting things on this planet. And that was such a, a joy to just get this story. 
I was e I was just like the person in the story, equally repulsed and amused. Play on pigeons. I hate pigeons too, but they're very hungry. And recently, I don't even know if you can include this. <laughs> it's not as scary as you think. But recently, I was eating at the plane across town, and then a pigeon came bothering me, and he looked hungry, didn't care whether like I tried to kick him, so I gave him a bit. And like no later than two minutes, I'm not joking, 30 pigeons, I didn't count, but it seemed like 30 or more, uh, fly over to my side. And I was just trying to eat a croissant at peace. And there was this man sitting on the on the other bench, staring at me. And, was it the pigeon uh, man? Oh, maybe. <laughs> it might have been jealous. <laughs> no, he looked pissed. He was like, what the fuck did you do? And I had yeah, to walk Exactly, off. he was like, those are my pigeons. Oh, <laughs> It was a map pigeon, bitch. <laughs> You're on my turf. You're stealing my pigeons. Oh my god. Did you get a lecture on pigeon mating rituals? No, I moved quite quickly because they were unbearable and I wanted to eat, but maybe I would have. I just have this image when I read the story about the pigeon mating rituals. Have you guys watched the Fantastic Beasts with... Uh, Eddie Redmayne yeah. and he does his like yes. animal mating dance I don't know why I just saw some guy doing it with the pigeons and I was <laughs> that's literally the only image that came into my head was some Eddie Redmayne looking guy doing the same thing <laughs> and imagine like pigeons are the most awkward like birds when they walk their head kind of goes back and forth so I'm wondering did he just do the same did he just do like, go, like back and forth with, with his head to be like oh, this is this is how the the uh, male one goes about uh, goes about his business to attract the female. I'm like so many questions. I need we I think we need like a part two of the story. A whole podcast or, just some pigeon mating rituals. Oh my god! <laughs> Roddy goes to the park. Inner like uh, how would you yeah. call it? Chief correspondent to the pigeon yeah, Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'll try to find him. Um, going back to normal people now, so this lady or a gentleman or non-binary uh, sent a, a story. I had sent my ex-boyfriend, who I'm still seeing, a couple of news earlier in the night. However, by the time he replied at 11 p.m. with videos of him hard, of course, I was already with my homemates drinking in one of their rooms. It was getting pretty rowdy, so I snuck, snuck out to the bathroom and I uh, had FaceTime sex with him. I ended up taking so long that all of my house housemates came barging into the bathroom to check if I was okay, thinking I was vomiting or something. Imagine the, their faces as they saw me, half of my clothes off, midway through FaceTime sex with my ex. At least I wasn't sick. It's just like such an embarrassing story to have your friends just come barging in and you're like midway sex. It's like, ugh. With your ex. <laughs> To be fair, I don't think Zoom is more secure to have uh, video sex over. Nothing is secure. Are you kidding me? Nothing is secure. <laughs> and there's like there's like sex toys that get hacked. Do you think that the internet, like Zoom, is not hackable? Come on. Nothing is safe. Don't have sex. What no. Mean? <laughs> don't have sex. <laughs> Full stop. <laughs> But what does it mean for the sex toys to get hacked? So they move Yeah, this is on? yeah. This is a real question. Thank you, oh, Yeah. 
Well, there are like several sex toys that are can be controlled digitally by your partner or partners like across the globe, I'm guessing, uh, or wherever you are, and then they get hacked. And there are people who hack those to just like let the companies know that, oh, you did a shit job with this one. And as a hobby, they do that. And it's just like fascinating. So yeah, it's not safe. Like on honestly, like, two weeks ago or so there was a story in the news of a guy who actually got bribed by hackers because he had like a male chastity belt or something which is apparently like a modern sex toy for men and like hackers actually got into it and had it locked and he couldn't unlock it for like i don't know how long he had it on and, and they were saying basically like oh yeah send us ten thousand dollars or we will basically never unlock you again <laughs> Yes, which I is of course then not a funny funny story but just just to throw in here an example because Bren wanted to know more about the subject I regret that's horrendous but think about the amount of people who were using these during the pandemic I mean like and they yeah. can't do it and people so people in long distance relationships like I have a couple of my friends who are in them and like this is their lives now is, is like FaceTime sex and using sex toys because They can't like, yeah, see I mean, each other. Yeah. What else can you do? I mean, no. sex is part of of your relationship in some way, and that's like, you know, um, you have to be intimate with someone in any way. If it's not sex, it's something else. But then again, if you cannot see the person, you cannot get intimate. You know, it's and it's difficult, and it's kind of straining the relationship. So a lot of people just go and without thinking it twice or like thinking about the complications thank you very much for listening to this episode of the Maastricht Diplomat the lead producer for this episode was Rue co-producers were Stella Radi Flo and Brendan the music in this episode was produced by Stone Ocean we hope you enjoyed this special and we wish you a happy Valentine's Day or post-Valentine's Day hangover. Listen to some of our other podcast episodes or stay tuned for more to come. Thanks again and hoi hoi.